this week on Word Without Limits. Hallelujah. Okay, so the first thing you should know is that there are two things that happens to believers at salvation. There are quite a number of things, but there are two significant things that also happen. One is called justification and the other is called sanctification. Hallelujah. You are not here. Hallelujah. At new birth or at salvation, we we don't only get to become new creatures. As we become new creatures, we get justified and sanctified by God. Hallelujah. We get justified and sanctified by God. Open to the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 28. Romans, chapter 8, verse 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For whom he did for no. He also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And the Bible said that who he predestinates, there is a doctrine called Calvinism and Arminianism. People believe that people being believers who are predestined by God. Arminianism was coined by a man called Jacobus Arminian. And then Calvinism was by a man called Jacobus. They were um, brother-in-laws. One believed that while we God actually predestined. Calvinism believed that before you were given birth to, God chose that you should become a believer. So no matter what you did, you were supposed to become a believer. You don't have a part to play in it. Whatever you do, God began before time that you you become a believer and Armenianism believes that man has a part to play in being a believer hallelujah but when you read the book of Romans Bible says for to them he predestined he called so you being a believer God called you before you were given birth you were predestined to become a believer whether have any part to play to become a believer though you believed yet it was because God called you to become a believer that you became a believer so the question of Obi to a Muslim background comes to play what would that person do? that person too was called to be a believer hallelujah so Bible makes us understand that to them he predestined he called so you and I we have been called before the foundations of the world whether you were the greatest sinner or you were a very good person God has called you but to them he predestined he called to them he called he justified and to them he justified he glorified justification is this that you Bible said in the book of Romans he said that for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God Romans 3 23 so you you had sinned before you were giving birth to you were a sinner because we are all from the root of Adam you are a sinner whether you are the best person or 
whatever. You were a sinner. Before you were giving birth to, you were a sinner. So the Bible said that all have sinned and fell short of the glory of God. So, because you were a sinner, God had to do something to send his son to come and die. When Jesus came to die, and then you received the gospel, what happened is that you became saved. You became justified. Hallelujah. The question is that you don't deserve to be saved because you were a sinner. You were born into sin. Your parents were sinners. Adam was a sinner and you are from the root of Adam. So justification is that you, you don't deserve to be called a child of God. But God by his own intellect, God by his own merciful ways has saved you through faith. So Bible says, by grace are you saved through faith, not of your own works. So you were not qualified to be called a child of God, but through the justification act of God, God has called you to himself. Hallelujah. By God's grace, you have been called out of the kingdom of darkness into God's marvelous light. You didn't have to work. You didn't have to die first to become a believer. Jesus' death on the cross justified all the, the bad deeds you have done in life. Jesus' work on the cross cancelled every negative thing you have ever done in life. You ever do. And then you have done today. By virtue of Jesus' death, God has justified you. God has called you to himself. Not because you've done anything good. If it was by good works, you would never have been able to qualify. Because the Bible said in the book of Ezekiel, in the Old Testament, that your righteousness is like a filthy rag before God. In the Old Testament, no matter what you did, you were your act was like a filthy rag before God. The only way by which any man will become righteous was through faith. Hallelujah. You are not here. Hallelujah. So you, you don't qualify. So justification is that you don't qualify to be called the son of God. You don't qualify to become a daughter of, of God. But God through his merciful acts has called you to himself. He has forgiven all your sins. The sins of yesterday, the sins of today, the sins of the future. God has forgiven you. And then he has called you into his marvelous light. And you have become a part of his family. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, there was nothing you could do to get yourself saved. There was nothing in life you could have been able to get done to make sure that God would say that, oh, I want to save this person. But God, through his merciful acts, God, justification, has called you to himself. Hallelujah. So, justification is God's act of pardoning the sinner and declares the sinner as a righteous in his sight. Hallelujah. But you see, when you get saved or when you get justified, it doesn't end there. So justification is connected to righteousness. Bible said that he who knew no sin became sin so that you and I will become the righteousness of God. So God called you out of darkness into his marvelous light and God made you a righteous person through his justifiable act whereby you knew and he knew that there was nothing you could do to get saved. So 
you have received the seed of righteousness in you because god knows that there's no way you you can become a righteous person by your own act that's why i always say that righteousness is not based on works there's nothing you can do to become a person in chile god um people what is an alternative no it's not true a person who has who is actually living a right life a righteous person is a person who has faith in him a righteous person is a person who has been justified through faith in christ there was no way on earth you would have been able to become saved by your own works and the reason why you are an alternative or a righteous person is not because you did something good yesterday let me tell you when you come into christ even if you sin it doesn't like you're a righteous person hallelujah you can say we've talked about the fact that can lose his salvation people believe a person can never lose his salvation but me i believe a person can when you renounce the lordship of christ you can lose your salvation and the other thing is that you can actually the holy leave us we can leave the holy spirit's presence in christ because the bible said that the holy spirit is with us at all times and you guide us into all truths so the holy spirit never leaves a believer until a believer renounces the lordship of christ but you can leave the presence of the holy spirit hallelujah but one thing is sure even if you sin today tomorrow for one whole week you are still the righteousness of god the bible said in the book of first Corinthians 1 30 he said that for christ has been made unto us wisdom sanctification holiness redemption so bible makes us understand that christ is our righteousness so you are not righteous because of the works you do with your hands or the good you do or the prayers you pray you are not righteous because you pray for five hours you're not righteous because you pray for 10 hours you're not righteous because you pray for three minutes you're not righteous because you go to church every Sunday. you're not righteous because you do your best in god righteous because god has made you righteous through the justifiable works of christ on the cross so because christ died you have received righteousness and god has justified you hallelujah you're not here hallelujah if you understand this you know that your prayers will get answered at all times because even when you were a sinner god saved you how much more now that you are the righteousness of god so there are three levels of righteousness there's something called christ our righteousness there's another thing called the gift of righteousness for the believer and there's something called you becoming the righteousness of god so when you read the book of Romans, bible said that god has given us the gift of righteousness another time bible said that christ has been made unto us righteousness in the book of first corinthians and another time bible makes us understand that you have become the righteousness of god that is why you see bible said that you you have become the righteousness of god that is why you cannot live anyhow so justification leads to something else it is called sanctification but i'm coming you see the reason why you cannot live anyhow is because bible said that live well so that men will give thanks to your heavenly father who is about so you should understand that even as you have become the righteousness of god even as you have received the gifts of right even as you have been justified even if you've been justified not by your own way but by the works of christ on the cross you must express the righteousness that you have received you, have, you must express the fact that you have been justified that is why when you become a believer you cannot live anyhow the bible said that we should live a good life so that people will see our good works and give glory to our father who is in heaven 
control God's integrity is on the line because God has invested his integrity into you the person is supposed to know that even as God exists even as God is God God has been expressed through your life so the person must see God demonstrated in your life so a believer should not end in the place of justification or in the place of him being the righteousness of God he must also come to a place where he expresses whereby his life is constantly sanctified by God so sanctification is connected to holiness a believer can never become holy because he has actually separated himself okay say I've separated myself from this thing do you know that if you really want to live above sin don't become sin conscious or say name in your body sadly now be upon the hallelujah and the mean trying to go so walk of a baby see bio I wanna offer us a yummy once I this is because you should understand that you cannot live a holy life by your own means the only way and path by which you can live a holy life is when you allow that Holy Spirit that brought you righteousness to sanctify you daily. How do you do this? You must submit your will, your emotions, your desires unto the Holy Spirit. When you do this, you will not live sin conscious, but the Holy Spirit will daily sanctify your act because you will allow the Holy Spirit to live through you. I feel there, there were things that you used to entice you. They will not entice you any longer. Hallelujah. 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 Okay. Open to the book of Romans chapter 7 verse 13 to 20. Romans 7 verse 13 to 20 was then that which is good made death unto me god forbid but sin that it might appear sin working death in me by that which is good that sin by the commandments might become exceeding sinful for we know that the law is spiritual but i am carnal sold under sin for that which i do i allow not for what i would that i do not but what i hate that Paul is I saying that the good i want to do I'm unable to do. He said that whenever I want to do good, if then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Now then, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. He said that. Eh? Who has ever come to a place where the person wants to do good? Or say, I want to live for God, but it is not working. Who has ever, something like that has ever happened to you before? You are telling yourself, oh, I don't want to sin again. I'm done with this sin. It may be masturbation, pornography, an addiction. I won't, I won't do it again. Two weeks. Why is saying that? The good I want to do, I am unable to do. But, what are kind? For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will, is present with me but how to perform that which is good 
I find not. For the good that I would, I do not. But the evil which I would not, that I do. He said that the evil I don't want to do is what I'm doing. Go on. Now, if I do that, I would not. It is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. Or say, I don't want to hear Or say, the good need was one day about about sin. They said the sin that I do. It is not I who do it, but it is the it is the flesh that dwelleth in me. Go on. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. He said that I find then a law that when I want to do good, evil is present at my door. Hallelujah. Go on. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. This whole passage in Romans 7, Paul was describing how he's trying to leave the law which was the law of the Old Testament but even as he's trying he's unable to leave it whereby he's saying that I want to do good but the good I want is not working he said I'm trying everything I can but when I want to do good he said that anytime he plans on doing good then evil presents itself at his door so it is not he said that it is not I but it is the flesh in me that does this that is why it is important that every believer understands the concept of justification and sanctification. That the only way by which a man will be able to live for God is from the Spirit, is from above. Because by strength shall no man prevail. If a man wants to be able to live for God, the person must understand that God has made you his righteousness. The Bible says that the law of the Spirit of Christ that is in Christ Jesus has delivered us and set us free from the law of death and sin. So, if a man wants to be able to live for God, he should understand that he has been justified by God even before the foundations of the world, whereby he was a sinner. And also, he has been made holy. He has been sanctified by God. Hallelujah. Because every day, sin will present itself at your door. So, first of all, you have become the righteousness of God. But it doesn't end there. You should allow the Holy Spirit to work through you so that you constantly live a holy life because the reason why you have received the gift of righteousness the reason why you become the righteousness of God is you express the holiness of God for other people to see so holiness is not just an inherent thing to the believer it is supposed to be expressed even as you receive the gift of righteousness and the life of God called righteousness you are supposed to be able to allow that righteousness live through you live constant holiness holiness is part of the things that every believer it is not even part it is a fundamental principle of the believer's life every believer is supposed to live a holy life it is a must you must live a holy life amen it is a must that you live a holy life and for that to happen Paul said he's doing everything possible but it is not working and the reason why it will not work is because Paul was living life from the flesh. Okay? I've told you that there are three battles every man battles. The battle whereby you battle with the devil. The battle whereby you battle with um, the world. And the battle of the flesh. And I'm telling you, the battle of the flesh is the most dangerous one. Because if you don't win the battle of the flesh, you won't be able to win any other battle. 
the battle that we battle with the devil Bible makes us understand that Jesus' death on the cross actually destroyed all the works of the evil one the Bible makes us understand that Jesus has introduced the kingdom of God into us by we being in Christ so the battle of we battling the devil God has already made us victorious the battling the world God has made us victorious also understand also that our lives our mortal lives has been crucified with Christ so even the battle of the flesh Christ has given us victory but we must walk in that victorious living by constantly engaging God when you are a believer maybe you were enjoying the act of masturbation or you were someone who likes sleeping with people when you become a believer and then you get justified by God and receive the gift of righteousness. I'm telling you, that doesn't mean that that thing will cease. It won't cease. Open pine pictures you chop with you. I'm telling you. The time in your life where the pictures of the things you did in the past will really come to mind is when you are praying, when you are trying to focus on God, when you are trying to meditate. The wrong things you did over the years, it will keep playing back and forth. Though you are justified, though you have become the righteousness of God, though you are a righteous person. It will keep playing in your mind every day it will keep playing in your mind every day playing your mind every day it will play in your mind until you need to you get to understand that even as i've become justified of god i must allow the holy spirit to also sanctify my mind that's what bible says be transformed by the renewal of your mind the word plus the holy spirit will then begin to sanctify you even as you are holy we are already holy before god but sanctification is not a one-time thing sanctification is continuous righteousness or justification when you receive christ we're justified but sanctification it is something you do day in and day out until jesus comes on jesus's appearance you allow the Spirit to sanctify you through his word and the spirit the more you engage god in fellowship the more you are sanctified for god justification is connected to righteousness the gift of righteousness and sanctification is connected to the act of holiness whereby the Holy Spirit sanctifies you daily hallelujah when you were in the world if you were someone who was engaged in lies when you come into Christ you battle with lies what's the sample for that act might leave but if you don't deal with it to the roots, one day you'll be there and you see that that act begins to come back again. Hallelujah. So what you need to do is that you allow the Holy Spirit to sanctify you through the word of God. Through constant fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Then that act will begin to go. Our generation, it is more dangerous than any other. Because our generation, wherever you pass, sin is at your door. Wherever you appear, sin is at your door. Wherever you go, sin is at your door. Whenever you go, sin is at your door. What that no sin? What you sin? Obi fraud sin. Obi bedi or sin. Obi ofe obeka obawa sin. And the devil will keep attacking you with the kind of um, desires you experience. So justification and sanctification must be something that takes over your life, your thoughts your spirit your mindset you must understand that god has worked in you as a child of god and i 
allow the Holy Spirit to work in you constantly until you come to the full stature and measure of power to the place of perfection in God. Amen. Okay, so justification addresses the sinner's guilt for committing sin. So your guilt for committing sin because of the gift of righteousness. You be like now nah, my righteousness of God. Hey, if you want to be able to overcome sin, if you want to be able to come to a place where even when you are praying, not about me about your prayers will not be answered. Now. One thing you should know is that you should keep telling yourself that I'm the righteousness of God. It should be something that is on your mouth daily. You are confessing it. I'm the righteousness of God. I become righteous, not by my own words. God has made me righteous. You should say it and you should believe it. You should act it. You should keep confessing it until it becomes part and parcel of your life. Because justification addresses the guilt of the sinner. So, the more you say that I'm the righteousness of God, the more you confess it. With time, you begin to express that righteousness. Hallelujah. But sanctification addresses the sinner's power over a believer's life. Sanctification addresses sin's power. Sin's power over a believer's life. So, you are justified of God. But one thing that will happen is that the Holy Spirit will constantly sanctify you to a place where the power of sin will break off your life. Bible makes us understand that even as we are in Christ, sin has no dominion over us. But why is it that people are in Christ yet they are always lying? It is because they are not allowed the Holy Spirit to sanctify them through the Word and the Spirit. But the more you constantly engage the Holy Spirit, the more sanctification works in your life. So sanctification will bring you to the place of holiness, constant purity in God. Open to the book of Second Corinthians chapter ten, verse four to five. Second Corinthians chapter ten, verse four to five. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God. And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. He said the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. Pulling down strongholds and casting down imaginations, anything that exalts itself above the obedience of God. Okay? He said the weapon, the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. If the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God, he continued and said that casting down imaginations even as the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but they are spiritual it doesn't happen in the physical it happens in the mind the greatest battle everyone fights is not the battle of your flesh it is in your mind when your mind is defeated when your mind is not renewed to know that you are justified and sanctified by God you will never win the battles of life you will never win any spiritual battle open pineapple you have to be able to attack wherever that that the thought is coming from with the word of God. So Bible says the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. Pulling down strokes and casting down imaginations and anything that exalts itself about the knowledge of God. If you want to win the battle of life, you have to understand that your mind 
must be renewed and strengthened to know that you are justified and sanctified by God. Constantly feed your mind with positive things concerning God's word for your life. Because every day, ah, someone may be sitting in church and the person is thinking about the porn he watched yesterday nakedness he saw yesterday or she saw yesterday or the person's thing about how you'll be able to fraud someone and get money why because your mind will lead you to places you don't want to go if you don't address your mind so we fight so that the weapons of our warfare they are not canon we fight we fight what we need to understand is that that fight the most important part of it is not even physical it is spiritual and it is in our minds. So if you're able to win the battlefield of the mind, you will win everything at all times. It's renewed. To know that Christ has made you the righteousness of God. If you want to travel outside the country, you know that maybe it is God's will for my life. So you receive answers. If you renew your mind, you know that even if you've come from a place where they've said that in our family, nobody is uh, beyond 40. Because your mind has been renewed by God's word to know that God has made kings and priests and then our lives have changed and we have become the righteousness of God and then we express God. You would know that even if that thought is coming to your mind that you cannot live beyond 40, you will live beyond it because God has given you that life and that life will be expressed because you have the Bible says, as a man thing gets in the sun, so he is. So the battlefield of life, your mind must be renewed. Your mind must be renewed else you will never win for example your mates are going but you will be a enemy. you are not going anywhere bitterness will begin to set in jealousy will begin if your mind is not renewed you feel like god failed you meanwhile god hasn't god hasn't because god doesn't feel any man my men understand god is not a god that has two mindsets about things so god hasn't failed you but you feel god has failed you because god hasn't done it in time but if your mind is renewed, you know that God works with time. Bible said there's a time and a season for everything that God created under the heavens in the book of Ecclesiastes. So you know that God has times and seasons for all things. Because your mind is renewed, you know that God will get yours done when the time is up. But if your mind is not renewed, you keep saying things that, oh, I'm a failure, I'm a failure. And the devil will keep throwing things into your mind. So that by the time you realize, you will become a failure. Because even though God has sanctified you and justified you, you are not working as such and you don't even believe it because your mind is not renewed you keep battling with porn you keep battling with addictions because you don't know that god has actually justified and sanctified you and then god has brought you to a place where you have power and dominion over sin so you pray from the place of defeat you are praying but you don't even believe it if you because of the sins i've done i'm still a sinner Meanwhile, God has made you the righteousness of God. But you keep quoting the scripture that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. You still believe that you are still a sinner. Meanwhile, you are no longer a sinner. You are the righteousness of God. Oh, empire, you don't believe it. You feel like because I've sinned, God is not going to answer me. But meanwhile, God has answered you. God has given you all things that pertains to life and godliness. But you don't believe it because your mind is not renewed to it. So you said the weapons of our warfare, they are not coming out. But if you want to win the walls of this life, our minds must be, must be renewed. Our spirit man must be enlightened by God's way. If it does that, you would know that whatever you want to do in life, God says that you have the best of things in life. 
two vampires, you pray from the place of victory. And then you get the answers. Or be vampire, but the person doesn't even believe that God will do it unto him. So it won't come. Because you confess one thing in prayer over Abontia, you start saying that, oh, the things I prayed about, I know it won't work. But well, you are sick. Abontia said, God, heal me. Meanwhile, you confess that you are healed in the place of prayer. So your mind must be renewed because the battlefield of this life is in your mind. If you win that battle, if you win that battle that God has made you the righteousness of God, every other battle will prevail over it. Yeah. I'm telling you, believers, we don't know the kind of abilities that God has given us. The Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes that He has planted eternity in our hearts. But people keep saying things like, oh, I won't make it. It's difficult. It won't work. The fact that it's difficult doesn't mean that God will not get it done. Hallelujah. Because even Jesus faced diverse difficulties when he came into life. Because the Bible said that there was a time that they were in the boat and then the wind were boisterous. Yet, the wind. So, things will become tough. Even if things are tough in life and in the world, doesn't mean that you will not overcome it. The Bible says that whoever believes in Christ has overcome the world. So, whatsoever is born of God has overcome the world. This is the victory that overcome the world, even our faith. So, even if things are tough, you should know that God is your anchor. He's the one who holds you in line. I'm justified and sanctified. Imagine, you didn't deserve to be saved. God saved you through the gift of righteousness. And then you, now you are justified of God before you were even born. And even with that, He didn't end there. He has actually sent the Holy Spirit into your life so that the Holy Spirit will constantly sanctify you. Even as you are sinning, the Holy Spirit is still there to help you out come out of that sin. It is not God's desire that any man stays in sin. It is God's desire that we come out of sin and express the righteousness and the holiness He has placed in us. But even as you are sinning, the Holy Spirit is still present. How much more would God not answer you even if you are praying and the prayers and the things you are praying about seems impossible? I pray for you. May the Lord help you renew your mind in the name of Jesus. May the Holy Spirit allow you to know that you have been justified and sanctified by God. So that your thoughts, your actions, your behaviors will conform to the patterns and the abilities of God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You see, when we read the book of Romans, Paul said that the good I want to do, I'm only good to do. But later on in life, he said in the book of Philippians that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The same Paul was saying that when I want to do good, evil is present at my door. Later on, he said that now I can do all things. The letter that Paul wrote to the book of Romans was an earlier letter. So, it was in the beginning of his life not the very beginning but this time he wanted to go to the roman the church of the romans he had to go back to uh, the, the jews and go he wanted to go to the jews because he went to a certain church and they gave him gifts for the people in in, in israel the jews so he wrote this letter to them that when he sent that gift there try and go to the church at roman at rome but he wasn't able to go but when he wrote was at the beginning of his ministry so at the beginning of his ministry he was living for god saving souls but he wasn't able to live for god 
there were things he wanted to stop doing but he wasn't able to do but later in life when he was writing the book the book of philippians to the people of philippa he said that now paul i can do all things through christ who strengthens me so he made he came to a place where he realized that he being able to live for god is not by his own works but by the fact that christ strengthens him through the workings of the spirit now he said that i call i can do all things through christ who strengthens me then later on he said that i've run the race i've kept the course he said i've finished my my assignment now what is left for me is that god will give me the crown of life now paul was struggling in the beginning later on he found out that his weaknesses wasn't going to make him bound but god was even going to express his life through his weakness so later on he overcame it all and then he said that now i can do all things through christ who strengthens me you see bonibuama when you're doing it so much and it's not going it's two things sometimes your mind has to be new or other times too there may be a spirit back in it because paul said that when i want to do good evil is present at my door that means that there was something that was carrying the evil to become present at his door it was a spirit but later on he said that i can do all things through christ who strengthens me so when you constantly submit to god that's sometimes it's a bondage it's a spirit in the family the spirit it's a, a pattern family or a pattern spirit sometimes you know, they can actually last will come from nowhere also one of the places that you can actually contract last is shs so you sleep and then you'll be battling things you'll be battling masturbation you are trying and it's no good you need to attack the root of it but Bible means it's understand that Christ strengthened Paul and by him he could do all things later on the things he couldn't do because first he was saying that when I want to do good evil is present so I'm doing evil instead of good but later on he said that I can do all things that means that he overcame evil he overcame sin now sin wasn't present in his life again because now he was expressing the life of God. So it was in the later letters that he was writing the book of Philippi, the book of Colossians, that is Christ in you, the hope of glory. It was the later letters that he was writing that he was expressing the life of God in a different dimension. Because now he had been able to overcome sin. Let's be on our feet. I pray for you. May the Lord help you. May the Lord exalt his horns over your life. May the arm of the Lord be stretched over your life and over your affairs every form of weakness every form of bondage every form of sin that easily beside and entices you I command and I demand that from today that bondage breaks in the name of Jesus I command in the name of Jesus that you will express the life of God even as you are on earth the spirit of sanctification and holiness the spirit of justification and righteousness will be expressed in your life in the name of Jesus. From today, you will live for God. From today, every desires from the devil, every whisperings of the devil to your mind, from today, it ceases in the name of Jesus. Anywhere you struggle, I speak as a mouthpiece of God. I speak of the oracles of God over your life, but from today, every form of barrier, every form of bondage, every form of weakness in your life the strength of God takes over in the name of Jesus I declare 
I command and I demand that from today God will mark you with his spirit wherever you appear the power of God whenever the enticement of sin comes to your mind may the Holy Spirit deliver you in the name of Jesus may the Lord bring you out in the name of Jesus may the Lord cause his angels to keep you lest you dash against any wrong you will not fall back into any sin you will not fall back into any form of enticement you will not fall back into any form of behavior that prevents you from walking in your blessings in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus Amen hey, the reason why as a believer you have to be able to overcome sin because sin blocks your blessings apart from sin making you come to a place where it will make you lose your confidence in God sin can also block your blessings I'm telling you when you sin God will forgive you if you ask for forgiveness and see you make it to heaven but the thing is that if you keep sinning what happens in your life is that there are so many blessings you block by yourself for example now the person has HIV and you ask God for forgiveness sir. forgive you HIV and I know because then you ask God, God forgive me. God has forgiven you. Eight months, God forgive me. Take the baby away. It is still there. So when you live in sin, the one of the its consequences is that it blocks blessings. It blocks the channel of blessings of God into your life. And then I'm telling you, you every day you have issues with living for God because your confidence will be at stake. Over even into the presence of God that you don't feel right because sin is enticing you. But for you today. But from today, that bondage, that weakness has been broken in Jesus' name. You have come out in Jesus' matchless name. Amen.